The answer involves the word thought elevator, and that's all I'm going to say. I've never wanted to have sex with a pot pie, but like, I'd have sex with that pot pie. We're all weak to stepping on nails. Let me preface this by saying I wrote a script. Daytona Beach is like two mild inconveniences for being a post-apocalyptic wasteland anyway. So many of my tabs say semen. Are you guys ready for this weird horny adventure that we're all about to go on? You can't handcuff me for skanking. This motherfucker gaslights you. Diet Coke and Sorrow will be chapter four. And against all odds, Kyle, we became those squirrely weirdos. This whole podcast is a very negative mouthfeel. Welcome to Debate This, the show where no one is right, but someone is definitely wrong. In this show, we take time out of our busy adult lives to talk about comic books, video games, and how the pun that I made in our Google Docs that says, all gios, no breaks, is the best pun I've ever made. And also, I forgot to put something here yet again. <laughs> ding and ding. Ding. Um, hey, guys. Hey, what do you guys think? How, how do you guys feel about imperialism? Oh, um, generally pro, pro negative. Or con? <laughs> Are we like That's generally no con? Yeah. Two, we, two thumbs down on imperialism, two Andrew. Thumbs down. So, would you say we're not a colonialism podcast? Is that. We are not a colonialism podcast. There are many things you could label mm-hmm. our podcast as, and colonialism is not one of them. Okay. Uh, well, unfortunately, I have bad news. So today's episode, That's, much like all I things... I don't ever like when someone brings up <laughs> colonialism and bad news. That's not a good transition. Um, much like all things in mer- modern American society... Uh, today's episode is deeply rooted in white European imperialism. Ugh, <laughs> okay. gross. Yep. So today we're going to be talking about Code Geass, a show that bravely asks the question, what if America and Canada teamed up to conquer Japan with giant robots? Ooh. <laughs> Why would you ask what? something so controversial yeah. yet so brave? <laughs> and, then, and then confidently asks the second more important question, how much friendship will it take a group of spunky teens to tear it all down? Okay, see, how I much, like that better. How much yeah. friendship it takes to tear down colonialism? Or yeah. giant robots. Or giant robots. Or America <laughs> and Canada. Okay. Yeah. All of how, the above. How much friendship? Um, at least at least two Gundams worth for based on the theme song you made us all just watch. Uh, thank you. So uh before we dive into the geopolitical nightmare that is a white nationalist fascist state conquering with the world's biggest military, please allow me to introduce my three co-pilots, Matt Gawain Cole. Todd, Gareth, Thomas, and Kyle Lancelot Harper. We you guys knights? know what those... What? You, we're knights, we knights of the round table? We're knights we, of the we, round table. We're straight up knights of the round we table We dance today. whenever are, we're able. Are yeah. we going to form a kicking circle around our in, son's bully? <laughs> in, addition, in addition to being my, my dad's drinking buddies, <laughs> you guys today are knights of the round table. Um, so I should say real quick, today's episode was sponsored by Sean, one of the proud foot soldiers of the army of butt thwomp nation together we fight for justice liberty and the freedom to share weird, weirdly sexual images of baked beans for all <laughs> <And> if, <laughs> what a strange way to distill our patreon and if yeah, you I'm all would like to join if, if you all listening would like to join the fight maybe you can commission your own flavor text you may do so at patreon.com slash debate this cast okay so we always start with flavor text with the with the all important question, what do you know? Now I know the answer to this, but why don't we go around the horn and you guys tell me how much you know about Code Geass? Well, Code Geass was the one on uh Cartoon Network where the kids went into like the digital world and the one girl had like bunny ears. 
Right? <laughs> nope. <laughs> is, is that codename Kid Next Door? Is that, what that, is? <laughs> that was. I think you're thinking of Code Lyoko. Oh, uh, Code Lyoko. <laughs> Those are different things. Yeah. I I like Matt was fairly certain I had heard of this before, but now I'm pretty sure I was also thinking of Code Lyoko, um, <laughs> and also probably Codename Kids Next Door. Awesome. I, I won't even pretend I know nothing about this, which is fun because when Sean, your request came in, you had said like, hey, maybe Andrew or Todd would be great at this. Sean, I gave it to Andrew. I gave it straight over to Andrew. <laughs> Without said, a second thought. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, well, like the rest of us, I watched the intro uh, before we recorded yeah. the intro music slaps. That's intro what I know about Code Geass. I think, I think Code Geass has one of my favorite anime openings ever. I think I think that this is the flavor text that I can confidently say I know the least about going in. Yes. Same. Yeah. And and also same. I had never seen it either. I had watched I take that back before we got the request. I had watched the first episode because I knew that I liked the opening. Um so I, I did not I did <laughs> not know that much going in. Um I think this is going to be really fun. Uh there there's a lot of really interesting concepts here. I think this story was really novel for its time. And I think it's been told better and in different ways. But I think there's a lot of good stuff here. There is a lot of not great stuff. There's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of fat on this meat, if you if you will. Okay. Okay. But sure. you know, again, for an anime series in the mid two thousands, I accept that. So um, I want to quickly before we get into this the uh, the the beats by beats. Um, Let's. I want to talk a little bit about just the background on the creation of Code Geass and some of the production um, that's behind it. So, uh, Code Geass, aka Code Geass Lelouch of the Rebellion, that's the official title. Um, Originally, pronounce that word. Lelouch. 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 There's a lot of uh, French and you know Western European influence here. Code Geass, Lelouch of the Rebellion, originally aired as a 25-episode anime series between October of 2006 and July of 2007 in Japan. This is actually the first anime series that we've talked about on this show that is not being adapted from a manga series, which is pretty uncommon. Um, This is actually a completely original story. Ah. Um, Um, Andrew, can you explain what that means for people that may not understand what that means oh sure yeah thank you um manga is japanese comics um versus anime there's there's kind of like anime as like the 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 whole japanese animation in general and then there's anime that's referring to an a tv series um an animated tv series so there's like capital a and small a anime yeah Mm -hmm. um so what when i say anime as far as like today is concerned, I'm talking about a TV series. Uh, whereas a manga clear, is a comic. We all knew for sure, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I wanted to just say maybe someone else yeah. didn't know. Um, anime, anime series, anime TV series are often adapted from manga. Um, usually, so the things we've talked about in the past: Evangelion, uh, One Piece, um, even a few. Uh, what else did we talk about? Some of the, some of the, you know, the Studio Ghibli stuff. Those all started as manga and were adapted into TV series. Evangelion this did. did I, mm-hmm. I yep. forgot slash missed that when we covered yep. it. Okay. Yep, it did. Um, so uh, now, of course, a manga. There are several manga adaptations <laughs> that came after, but but the show is is the source. Um, so a sequel series aired aired in April of two thousand eight 
titled Code Geass, Lelouch of the Rebellion R2. Um, and it just picks up after the cliffhanger ending. Some call it just season two. It is effectively like the next whatever series, the sequel, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, which we're going to talk about R2 a little bit, but I don't know that we're going to have enough time to get to through most of it. Um, the The show itself was a collaboration between two animation powerhouses. Uh, the show was produced by a company called Sunrise, which we talked about when um, we talked about um, a couple of our other shows. We talked about Toei, Toei T-O-E-I, which mm-hmm. they've done like all the big names, right? Like a lot of the stuff, like the Naruto's of the world. Um, Sunrise is, has done has a number of shows uh, under its belt, most, in, most notably Gundam. So Matt, mm. you mentioned before, this looked like Gundam Wing. There's yeah. a reason for that. Um, but also other shows you may have heard of, Cowboy Bebop, uh, Escaflone, Inuyasha, Witch Hunter Robin, and Jintama. A lot of shows that, that were on Adult Swim in the early parts of, of that run. These are all the Toonami greatest hits. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. That's that's where we're we're nestled sweetly in that like mid mid to late two thousands Toonami Toonami and adults early Adult Swim block like the ten o'clock to twelve o'clock block. Yep. The stuff that I set my VCR to tape <laughs> and I had a stack of VHS tapes uh, of of just Adult Swim reruns. Um, so if Toei is like the Disney of anime or uh, or animation, uh, Sunrise is like the Universal or the Paramount. So pretty big deal. Um, but I think it's interesting. So this is a, ser- a situation you'll see in the in the opening credits that the character design was actually farmed out to Clamp. Um, do any of you guys know what Clamp is? Is that is that a name that rings a bell? I know Clamps, the robot from Futurama. I was going to say the mafia robots were about Futurama, to make a Clamps yeah. joke. But that's yeah. that is, mm-hmm. wow, I hate us. Yeah, so <laughs> close. Good job, everyone. Uh, <laughs> where Clamp, where Clamps is uh, a robot from Futurama, Clamp is an incredibly successful team of all female manga artists. Oh, okay. Um, oh, all right. Like a kind of like a collective. Um, Neat. Really cool. Yeah, it, it's really it is really cool. Um, so this this was kind of made this that gave the show this this really unique mix of over the top robot action painted over with this dreamy shoju uh aesthetic um shoju or sh- sh- yeah shoju uh, shoju manga is a term uh it refers to mostly to japanese comics but then again can it be adapted in an anime series um these are shows and comics directed to young women versus shonen which are directed to young men so oh, naruto okay. Naruto is a shonen. Dragon Ball Z is a shonen. Um, shoju would be more like like a Twilight, basically. Sailor okay. Moon. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's okay. a great example. Okay, um, mm-hmm. great. Uh, both both series, both R one and R two, which R one or the first series of of Code Geass was later titled R one after R two came out. Um, both seasons, series, whatever you want to call them, were incredibly successful. Both having won awards that include best anime TV series at the Tokyo International Anime Fair, Animation Kobe, which is a big anime event. Um, the voice acting and sound design have also received a number of awards. Like we said, the uh, the opening slaps. Um, but also the uh, the voice acting, even the dub, the English dub is, is really good. Um, the main character, Lelouch, is actually voiced by uh, the Black Ranger from the Power Rangers Ninja Run. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, so Matt, you might you might recognize his voice if you ever uh, decide to watch. Yeah, exactly. Um, and the success, as we said, it spawned a number of things. It spawned some OVAs, which is a, a term, original video animations. Um, so they're just like kind of one-off shot, one-offs that aren't really movies, but they're just like one-off uh, things that come out. Um, several different manga runs, and then a movie trilogy. So similar to Evangelion, they actually redid the entire both series as a three uh, three entry movie. And kind of recontextualized and kind of retold the story a little bit. That compilation, that compilation trilogy, recently got a sequel called Lelouch of the Resurrection. And I should note that there is a semicolon between the (laughs) E and the S of Resurrection. I do not know why. Um, Which was released in 2019. So there's still a huge following for the show, Hmm. even like a decade and a half after it was over. and then, of course, R1 and R2 were both dubbed in English by Funimation, because of course they were, and brought to the States. Um, R1 aired, aired on Adult Swim in April of 2008, so right after R2 basically uh, kicked off in Japan. Um, and then R2 in the States ran immediately following, so it just it ran as one full 50-episode block. Oh, okay. However, mm-hmm, so you may have caught this at some point um, on Adult Swim. You may not remember it. Um, however, they didn't have it very long. They only lost the rights to the show about a year after. So, and it vanished after th- 2010, uh, much like a lot of the series at that time. Um, and then um, I will once more, if you haven't already uh, taken a take, paused your podcast app to go listen to the opening, you should immediately go listen to before. We'll probably have uh, Kyle or one of the future editors splice in the, the intro song here. Um, so that if you're intro, driving, you don't like crash your yeah. car trying to listen to this <laughs> super yeah. anime opening. Exactly. We'll help you um, out. The, the song is titled Colors, and it's by the band Flow, who has actually done a number of other popular anime themes, including three different openings for Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so I mentioned Clamp. I, I wanted to talk a little bit about Clamp because I, I think their history and, and their space in this in this industry is so is so unique and, and cool. So Clamp began as an 11 member Dojinshi publisher. Uh, Dojinshi is a Japanese word for basically self-published works. So they were making mm. zines. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. It was it was 1989. They were making zines. And okay. I think that is the coolest sure. fucking thing in the world. Just an all-woman group making Japanese zines. That fucking rules. That is that is <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so Clamp hit mainstream in the late ni- the late 80s with a title called RG Veda. And then by 1993, had kind of uh, turned into a, like an actual company and, and boiled down to four active members, all of whom are still uh, active and, and a part of Clamp today. Um, they are leader Nanase Okawa. And then there's Mokana Apapa. Mick Nekoi and Satsuki Igarashi. And I'm so sorry if I butchered those names. Um, this group has produced a ton of super popular, successful manga. That's why I want to talk about them. Um, they're known, they have a very unique, a very uh, specific aesthetic. Uh, it's very, all their stuff is, is very romantic and feminine. So think like, I don't want to say like, like think like the cover of a Harlequin no- romance novel, you know, like that kind of vibe where like some big muscly man out in the forest and like, or a, sure. a, a Victoria, Victorian era woman, you know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. that kind of aesthetic, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
in their version of that is you know their characters you can always tell one of their one of their designs because their characters are are often very androgynous looking um and they're you know they're very angular uh their chin like they everyone has very like sharp chins and yeah. <laughs> very long long lanky bodies yeah. uh, that's just yeah um men often also have long flowing hair um women they got boobs and butts there's a lot of boobs and butts um fan service okay. is is <laughs> Fan service is is on is at, at an eleven with Clamp, and that's that's another thing with them, and and why a lot of their stuff was really popularly on, and they don't have a lot of stuff now because they don't, you know that 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 whole aesthetic is is going has, away, has you know, passed. just like yeah, we've talked about it with Marvel already. It's not mm-hmm. exclusive to American comics, mm-hmm. yeah. So, um. So their work in so let's go back to some of the work that they did in the eighties. Uh, they created Captain Subasa, which is this like kind of cute, lovable kid series about soccer and friendship, which is considered <laughs> to be the first legitimate sports <laughs> anime, which is pretty cool. Wild. Um, yeah. All right. Um, so I, again, another, another staple of Flavor Text is we've got an image gallery. Uh, so if listeners at home, make sure to if you if you're by a computer or by a phone. Click the link in the show notes, and you can follow along to the Imager library. Um, the first three images that I've got posted in the gallery are all different examples of some of Clamp's work. So this is this is not just again again just to kind of color their kind of their aesthetic. Uh, image one, we've got Card Captor Sakura, which is uh, a an example of a shoju manga. This is a great example of one. This is the the uh, the child fights monsters with the power of cards trope. Um, and it actually came three years before Yu-Gi-Oh. Which oh, is interesting. all right. Wow. Okay. Um, Cardcaptor Sakura was incredibly popular and, and successful and had a huge run on Toonami. So you may have seen Cardcaptor Sakura play uh, around the, like, the Sailor Moon block. That was when that was um, usually on. Uh, and then a couple other examples here I've, we've, uh, that you may have seen or heard of. Um, Miyuki-chan in Wonderland, The One I Love, Magic Knight, Ray Earth, and Clamp School Detectives. Uh, the latter of the two are shown in images two and three, respectively. Magic Knight, Ray Earth, and Clamp School Detectives. Okay. Correct. Okay. Magic um, exactly Knight. what you No, you go ahead. I was just going to say Magic Knight Ray Earth looks exactly like Sailor Moon. Like the whole way yeah. like Sailor Moon. It looks and yeah. sounds like a Yu-Gi-Oh card. Also. Yes. It's... It super does. <laughs> well, I was going to say funny. Magic Knight Ray Earth and Clamp School Detectives look exactly like you think they would. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very it's much. it's a very like when you talk about like the prototypical anime design this is this as like this is it as in the box as as it can be the uh the rob liefeld of anime if you will <laughs> that is that is a very astute way to put it yeah <laughs> um so later in the 2000s clamp tried their hand at some shonen manga um chobits came out in 2002 which is something that i read um, is about a man falls a, a, a teen falls in love with a virtual girl because of course he does because it was 2002. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's uh, Subasa Reservoir Chronicle and Angelic Layer. Angelic Layer was was a pretty big deal for a while. Um, and then in 2006, we're approached by Code Geass producer Yoshitaka Kawaguchi to do the character designs, which of course was a first. So since Code Geass, 
um, in the last 10 or so years, they've actually done character designs for a few other series, um, have since produced a sequel series to Card Capture Sakura called Card Capture Sakura Clear Card. And in, earlier in uh, this month, in June 2021, as we're recording, announced that they're going to be collaborating with Netflix on an original animated adaptation of Grimm's Fairy Tales. Oh, oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. If you yeah. told me Card Captor Sakura Clear Card was a brand of card sleeves, I'd believe you. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and assumed yeah. I would have bought them at one point in life. Um, yeah. Fair. Okay. So uh, with that out of the way, let's talk about Code Geass. So Code Geass, before we get into the episode's bits, there's a little bit of backstory to fill in. Um, Code Geass takes place in an alternate reality where the world is controlled by three mass superpowers. You've got the Holy Britannian Empire that controls all of North, Central, and South America, including Iceland and Greenland. So it's the You've whites. Got, that, that's the whites, well, right? I'm, point, I'm pointing at Matt over yeah, our Zoom call. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like, we'll just say it now. Mm-hmm. Britannia. I mean, it's... Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Europa United, um, which is the only of the three superpowers that is a democratic republic, uh, they control all of Europe, Africa, and the Middle East uh, west of and including Iran. And then, of course, you've got the Chinese Federation that uh, controls everything in Asia east of Iran and south of Russia, but specifically not Japan, (laughs) because we're going to get there. Yeah. Um, and if you look on image four, that is a capture from the show itself, um, talking about the different the breakup of the different superpowers. Man, um, this this is gonna age real poorly in a decade when this is how geopolitics <laughs> divides the world anyway. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, my first is it bad that my first thought when you were listing what the Holy Britannian Empire is, um, made me think like, well, their healthcare is probably good. looking at the countries that are listed it's better than what we have um so the britannian empire empire excuse me or just strictly britannia um you probably guessed serves as the primary force and antagonist to the story so Mm -hmm. please bow to your evil empire yeah that Mm -hmm. sounds about right um but your evil empire that's actually not as much evil as they are following orders from a mysterious and corrupted force they don't quite understand. Huh? Huh? Aren't we all? <laughs> like like every evil imperial empire story, there's a bigger eviler imperial empire <laughs> controlling the strings. And they all meet in the basement of a pizza shop. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's go. Just a couple key points about the world. So like I said, this is an alternate reality. So... Um, think like watchmen right like what would happen if if we won vietnam you know it's like that kind of thing um so britannia despite the fact that they operate in north and south america are actually is intended to be the imperial monarchy that evolved out of the british empire hence britannia yeah that tracks. Um, yeah but in this alternate timeline the united states was never created the united the british colonists lost the american revolution and instead um, became the dominant force, the dominant like monarchy in the West. Meanwhile, England was actually conquered by Napoleon. So uh, all of the like British Empire mm. kind of fled. Kind of moved West. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And, and then Napoleon actually conquered all of Europe and Russia. So 
that okay. this show kind of like the the hand wave is those two events never happened or, or transpired mm-hmm. differently. So then Europa United is all French. Exactly. Gotcha. Mm, and then uh, China, yeah. the Chinese Federation is obviously Chinese. Chinese. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's enough to suspend disbelief, right? Yeah, sure. sure. Yeah. So, okay. So in the years prior to when Code Geass takes place, Britannia has been steadily conquering other independent countries, including the Philippines, New Zealand, and most importantly, Japan. So Japan Such- was independent until the conquer. Yes. Such a unnecessary, like geographical strategic yeah. decision. <laughs> yeah. There, there's actually a reason for it. And, sure. and again, like any good sci-fi story, um, because Japan was the source of a rare metal. I was, I swear to shit. <laughs> I was just about to say there is, there is some form of unobtainium on one of those islands. Uh-huh. Uh, That's the, awesome. this, this, this month's unobtainium is brought to you by Sakura Dite. Um, <laughs> Shut up. That's not real. You made that up. <laughs> I, I didn't make it up. It's good. Yes, did. Um, Sakura Dite is a key component in Britannia's military tech and is, is, is the, the secret sauce behind their conquering powers. Um, their, their signature weapon and basically like the reason why they were able to conquer so easily uh, are these nightmare frames, which are giant mechs piloted by members of the Imperial Army. Nightmare so, spelled, spelled with Night- a K. With a yeah. K. Mm-hmm. There are not many things that you can call Imperial Mechs to make them sound <laughs> cooler than Imperial yeah. Mechs, but Nightmare Frames <laughs> is up there. Oh, it's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. And so so the the knights motif, right, comes into play. Again, this is the Britannian Empire. This is the British Empire. Um, but the knights uh, the the knights comes back. So all of the nightmare frames, all of the like the prototypes have um names from like the knights of like King Arthur's court, basically. So we're gonna hear Lancelot and Gawain and and you know all those, Andrew, all those names. Yes, is Kyle. there is there mech jousting in this show? There there isn't jousting per oh. se. But there are there are mechs that use giant lances, and it and yes, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Okay, I'm yeah. still in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get into it. <clears throat> the year is 2010 ATB. All right, oh, also, that? I should say <laughs> it's it's nothing. It's just like, again, what if the Roman Empire didn't mm-hmm. do the thing? And instead of a calendar, instead of a Roman calendar, they use a Britannian calendar. So it's it's 2010 after the establishment of the Britannian Empire. Gotcha. Um, so it's and it's supposed to be in line with our. Satellites. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. 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 Wild. Um, so the first episode opens. We see two young boys walking together in the woods of Japan. The narrator is talking about Japan being attacked and overwhelmed by the force of the Britannian army. One of the boys with black hair and purple eyes tells the other he swears to destroy Britannia someday. Okay. Flash forward seven years later, we hear, we see that the masses of ex-Japanese citizens now called Elevens have been rounded up and sent to live in ruined ghettos by the ho- while the high society of Britannian colonists live it up in the newly developed Tokyo settlement. So what's happened is Britannia has conquered Japan for their vibranium. Mm-hmm. Um, Got it. 
what what Britannia does is when they when they conquer a a, com- a country, they annex it as an area. So um, Japan has been annexed and renamed as Area Eleven. Um, because they are white nationalists, they uh, they do not refer to people as their home country. Rather, they are just like in this case, Elevens, and. There be racism. Oh, mm-hmm. baby, there be racism. So, so possibility that um, the Hunger Games takes place in the same universe, in the, sim- in the same universe, is what you're talking uh, about. It's, it's the same idea, yeah. um, but, but, the, but like reverse. Sure. Yeah. yeah. The Western version of that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but not, not far off, honestly. Um, we meet our main character, Lelouch Lamprouge. Uh, a a super that's, intelligent. Hold on, nope, that's a fun <laughs> name. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's almost that that superhero trope of like first name Same last letter. name alliteration, mm-hmm. but it, you can't have an alliteration and kind of rhyme it. It really does away with everything. If if I may defend it for a second, there is a reason for this, and we're gonna get into it. I mean, whatever. It's not gonna make the name not <laughs> funny. Yeah, it's 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 not a great name. Um, you mentioned there's a lot of everyone has French sounding names here. Uh, so Lelouch is a super intelligent, if not also incredibly pompous teen. Um, he challenges some hoity-toity noble to an underground game of chess because that's what happens in this world. Um, so we see we see a couple things. When we see his cocky attitude and the way that he just like mops the floor at this dude, it shows us in a very not so subtle manner that he is a strategic genius. Um, Lelouch is also we note is a student at a prestigious Britannian academy. So he is he is Britannian, and he, there he is, you know, talking with other people that are Britannian. Um, Lelouch is shown in image five. So. You may note he's got black hair and purple eyes. So this mm. is the little boy oh. that we saw who said he's going to destroy Britannia. Gotcha. Did, um, um, real real quick. the long and, game. Andrew, mm-hmm. in the murder high school, what is he the best of? <laughs> Strategy, Todd. Um, he would be the closest and uh, the closest analog would be in murder high school. Um, who is the Matt? Who is the guy at the glasses? The real shit heel that oh. was like. Oh God, Biakia, uh, Biakia, yeah, Biakia, yeah. yeah. He's if if we're if we're doing a Danganronpa, he is Biakia. <laughs> I didn't expect to spin the Rolodex of my brain back to Danganronpa today. <laughs> well, it's coming on Switch, baby. You better get ready. <laughs> I am not getting ready. Um, so we hear over the public intercom. Uh, we hear the Viceroy of Area Eleven, Prince Clovis. Uh, Prince Clovis is the kind of the he's the viceroy is like the ruler of this annexed country. So he's not the ruler of the empire; he's just the ruler of Area Eleven, um, calling for as as people that conquer and annex places do. He is calling for unity and peace following a terrorist attack in Osaka. Um, Prince mm-hmm. Clovis is shown in image six. Um, <clears throat> he looks like like Royal Joe, Joey Wheeler. Yeah, well, he's and he's like he his voice is like, "Hello, uh, yes, I'm Prince Clovis." Uh, yeah, like, that's, yeah, of course it is. Hello, my wonderful subjects, like that kind of very foppish. Hmm. Um, so Lelouch hears this strange voice, like a like a woman's voice, um, and it's coming from this truck that's crashed on the highway. Um, he kind of he goes to investigate, and as he's inside, the truck starts driving away while he's trapped in the back. 
Oh no. Um, the drivers we find out are part of the Japanese resistance. Um, one of those resistance fighters unleashes this stolen mech, this nightmare frame, and starts fighting back with the mech against the Britannians who are chasing them. Uh, this particular resistance fighter, her name is Colin Kozuki, and she's on image seven. Colin with um, a K. Colin, K-A-L-L-E-N, Colin. Um, she's got she's got boobs and butt. She, yeah, one. this vest situation is mm-hmm. weird. It seems impractical. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's really good at, at kind of driving all the focus to one place. It's a double boob window. I really yeah. wish I'd try, I could understand what the artist was going for here. <laughs> she's <laughs> a very it, subtle thing. She's really cute, too, in, in the face. And then the, weir- the lower you, down you get, the yeah. weirder it gets. Her- she, she's, she's a good character. I like Colin a lot. She's, you, you're supposed to like her. She's kind of a, she's a very, like, she's kind of a protagonist, if, if there is a protagonist in this story. Uh, if ahead, you talk. were to explain the dimensions of this character, you would say that the width of her eyes is the same as the yeah. width of her waist across. That yeah. is fair yep. and true. Yeah, like I said, I mean, again, if you're if you're not looking at the images, this is the most anime ass anime aesthetic. Like when people think stereotypical anime, it's this aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Um, sure is. So uh, Lelouch is back in the back of this truck. This truck is headed toward the Shinjuku ghetto, or excuse me, Shinjuku. Um, I mentioned earlier. So again, to just to, to really quick reinforce. This world, Japan was taken over, Tokyo was decimated, uh, and its place was put a smaller settlement that was built literally on top of the ruins of the destroyed city. But there are still pockets that were not developed that are just like destroyed buildings. Those ghettos, that's where all of the former Japanese live. Mm. Um, So this is the first time that we see that. And this particular, this happens to be the Shinjuku part of town which shinjuku is a huge part of tokyo uh considered you know a lot of people have heard the shinjuku station um which is a massive entertainment shopping area it's also featured in persona 5 wink wink um just a just a, a, a massively trafficked part of the city um <clears throat> and it's destroyed uh we see uh, a team of honorary Britannians are dispatched to deal with the terrorists in Shinjuku. Um, one of them finds Lelouch in the truck, and the two are kind of like, like he has his gun, his gunpoint at him, and they recognize each other. This is Suzaku Kurugi, um, image eight. This is uh, Lelouch's childhood friend and the other young boy from the beginning of the episode. Mm, mm. Suzaku's our good, good boy. He's our, <laughs> he's our hero. Um, he's, he's the, if, if he's a self-insert. Yeah. He's, character. Uh, Suzaku is lawful good. Like he is the paladin of the show. He is going to do whatever it takes to do right. Um, he is our white knight. And, and again, like the show, look, the show opens with a chess game. Like it is not <laughs> subtle <laughs> in its imagery. Lelouch is always wearing black. He eventually starts to lead a team called the black knights. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. Suzaku is always wearing white and literally like pilots the only white colored robot named Lancelot. Like mm-hmm. a- again, this is not subtle in what they're trying to portray here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Suzaku has been dispatched to find out what the military thinks is poison gas. The container of what is not poison gas on the truck opens and reveals that it's not a poison gas. 
Rather, it's a mysterious girl with long green hair who's all wrapped up in a straight jacket. Oh. The same girl who Todd mentioned was flying, was floating in space in bell bottoms. They the did end, a firefly. The uh, they did a firefly. So image nine is your, um, what's her name from Firefly? Mysterious girl. is Oh, in Firefly. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I forget her name. Uh, so a group of Britannian soldiers find Lelouch and Suzaku and who are doing the Spider-Man, you know, no, you thing, um, <laughs> along with this green haired girl, the commanding officer instructs Suzaku to shoot Lelouch, thinking that Lelouch is just a terrorist. Suzaku refuses to because he's a good, good boy. And the, the, CO, the CO just shoots Suzaku instead. Um, Lelouch is like, oh, fuck. And, uh, is just like, I don't know what to do now. Um, he's like, am I going to die here having done nothing? And the green-haired girl automatically, like, gets up, screams, and jumps in front of him and says, you can't die. Um, Okay. What happens is, though, there's this kind of weird symbol that looks like, you know, like how when you draw birds, like, as Vs, but with, like, curves? Yeah. Yeah. That's what the symbol kind of looks like, and it just appears on her forehead. Um, So, and then she just, like, dies. She's just lying there bleeding on the ground. Um, except she isn't dead, and <laughs> while we think she's dead, her her almost dead body reaches over to Lelouch, and uh, and then like you see him a flash, and then there's some visual treatment, and uh, the camera zooms into Lelouch's eyes, and there's all these like wires and blue mist, and the music goes. In that internal monologue, this mysterious girl offers Lelouch a great power. The power of a king, which will condemn him to a life of solitude, unquote. Um, of course, because he's a pompous piece of shit, 17-year-old boy, he accepts. And in the next scene, we see that same symbol, the bird symbol, appear in Lelouch's left eye. And mm. that is image 10. He did a Sasuke. Uh, yeah. He, he, that's... No. <laughs> I was really just thinking because of the eye thing. That's... Yeah, sure. Like the eye thing. Uh, yeah. This is this is Gios. Um, so this, no, this is, is our... Sparta. <laughs> no, this is Patrick. <laughs> this is Patrick. Um, so in... Look, guys. <laughs> there's always... There's always a power. There's always a there's always a devil fruit. There's always a lighthouse. Right? Like Yeah, there's always we, our, our anime bullshit. And this yeah. is our this is This that. is our this is our anime bullshit. Um Lelouch has this kind of weird internal monologue and we, we see it go through his brainstem and we see the camera kind of fade out or flash out and we're back in the real world and Lelouch gets up and he stands up and he goes, I am Lelouch V Britannia and I command you to die. So, so two things there. One, we've heard Lelouch introduce himself as Lelouch V Britannia, not Lelouch Lamperouge. Um, second, he just commands the soldiers to die and, and that, that symbol in his eye sparkles and we see that same treatment that um, go through the soldier and they're like, and then their eyes turn all red and they all say, yes, sir. Happily, your highness. And they shoot themselves in the head. Oh, all right. So this is Gios. It seems, it seems OP. Yeah. It's it's (laughs) super OP. Uh, This is the power of Gios. So, so Lelouch can, command people 
to do whatever he tells them to. He can cast command. Oh, he's he's Kilgrave from yeah, Jessica he's Jones. Kill, that's he's, where I went to. He's, he's Kilgrave. Kilgrave. He is exactly Kilgrave. Now there there are rules that they establish to this universe that he can only he can only do a Kilgrave once per person. Uh, he can only cast command once per day. No, he can yeah. only he can, he can only do a kill grave one time per person. But again, like if you're just telling people to kill themselves, once is all you need. And that's um, like forever, though, right? Like it's that doesn't. Yes, Matt. Reset. When you die, yes, Matt. When you die, it's forever. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> hey, fine. No, yeah. So if yeah, he just tells forever. you to like make a sandwich, then he's used his. Yes, he's used he his command on you for forever. He doesn't. No, he doesn't, he doesn't get, get another get after one. a short rest or anything. <laughs> after a long rest. What exactly. if he says like, "Make me a sandwich and await further instructions"? Like, can you prolong that sort of thing? That's like wishing um, for more yeah, wishes. Can you Matt. wish for you more can't wishes? Wish for more wishes. Right. No. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's fair. Have uh, to establish the rules of this world. Yeah. Um. The the commands are time sensitive. Like once you do the thing. It's it's done. So it's like a Mr. Meeseeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Anyway, okay. So image eleven is a really fun picture. This is this is the true Lelouch. This is Lelouch v. Britannia. Uh, he's a sociopath. <laughs> yeah, you're kidding. So this is him with blood on his face, sake realizing that he has found purpose in his life. So we get a monologue to the audience, basically him saying that like his entire life to this point has been a lie. The whole he talks he tells us that the whole world is filthy and someone needs to bring this world to justice. So like you know like a serial killer. So Good. some real some real edge lord stuff going on too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, how old is how old is this kid supposed to be? Like every good JRPG protagonist, he is no older than seventeen. Yeah, <laughs> a non a nondescript anime age. Yeah, perfect. you know, of uh, the perfect adult years, <laughs> Cap- capable of world-changing decisions. Um, okay, so that's the end of episode one. I am not going to go into detail that much detail for the rest of the episodes. I promise. It's just but that was episode course. one. That was episode one. It's just set- setting one. up the characters. Wow. So, uh, so Lelouch later then uses his gios to steal a nightmare from a Britannian officer and hijacks a radio signal that's leading to the members of the resistance. Remember Colin, the, the reverse boob window? Um, so she, she is driving another stolen nightmare frame. Um, so, hey, remember how Lelouch was playing chess? Because I'm going to remind you that th- seven other times today. Um, so Lelouch's thing is he's like, he's like a war strategist. So, like, if you've ever played Fire Emblem, this is a thing where it's like, oh, my God, you're going to tell us, like, where to go. And mm-hmm. that's what he's doing. So he's mm-hmm. he is he is the guy on the other side of the radio that tells people to do to go places and do the to thing. do the thing. He's a consultant. Yeah. <laughs> he's a consultant. <laughs> a wartime, a wartime consigliere, if you will. Um, anyway, so uh, he's providing this direction. So what he does is he hijacks a nightmare and he's like looking at the the readout on the enemy side so he can see where everybody is. So he's basically just telling them where to where to like where to go. Um, but they don't know who he is. He's just this mysterious voice that just starts commanding them to do things and and they're just like, no, oh, whatever. And uh, wait with one his, sec. Like, I'm sorry to cut you off. I just I'm- realized that I don't know exactly which side Lelouch is on, and maybe that's the mm. point. But is he on the side of the resistance right now? Good question. I should have clarified that. So he is. He remember he said he. I, I'm going to destroy Britannia. He yes. is fighting mm-hmm. on the side of the resistance. He is going to bring Britannia down, and we are going to learn why soon. 
Got okay. it. Okay, cool. But thank you for clarifying. Yeah. Um, so he is he, he's helping the resistance fight back against Britannia, um, and they succeed. So they they successfully like the three of them basically are able to fight off this entire army in this in this ghetto. Um, meanwhile, we see Suzaku awakens in this hospital room, who's and he's accompanied by a very sinister sounding man. Um, his his name is Lloyd. He's image twelve, and he talks like this. He's like, hello, Suzaku. Um, <laughs> he's not a bad guy. I don't know why they gave him that voice. They just wanted to like do like a weird science, like a mad scientist thing. His but last like, name is Asplund. <laughs> it's Asplund. Uh, yeah, he's, he's like the he's like the creator of all the nightmare frames. He makes a lot of the prototypes. So he's like, let's try out the latest prototype. <laughs> like is that kind of thing. And then uh, he's got his cute mousy assistant, Cecile Krumi. Who's like a mate, a motherly figure to Suzaku. Um, so there she's image 13. So our good good boy Suzaku volunteers to pilot the experimental nightmare frame Lancelot, which is the latest in nightmare technology. Shown on image course, 14. Because of mm-hmm. course he is, and of course it is. Of course it is. Yes, that's image 14. And it rips like Lancelot fucking rules and it, it is it is like way more op than anything else out there so uh suzuku suzaku comes out is piloting the lance lancelot he's now pushing back against the rebellions remember suzaku while he is japanese is on the britannian side so you've got lelouch who's britannian fighting for the fighting with the japanese you've got suzaku japanese fighting with the britannians mm. and suzaku mm-hmm. was the other kid Correct. with lelouch in the beginning Yep. Suzaku's yeah. our, our he's he is us. He's the character, the character whole. Well, like, he, he, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's not he's not the self-censor. He's just the good boy. Okay, he's but the good, like, good boy. So wait, when these two were like kids walking on the beach or whatever, did it was it like a, chess? Yeah, was it like a combined <laughs> thing of like I'm gonna destroy Britannia and the other kid was like Mm-mm. no. So it was like I'm gonna destroy Britannia and the other kid was like, haha, you shouldn't do that. Or something not, like that. Well, We'll find out. Oh, okay. we didn't. We didn't see the the rest of that scene. Got it. Yeah. See the entire that that cut scene doesn't come yeah. back yet. Got to get to action actually for that. What happened was it wasn't actually Suzaku. It was a copy of Xehanort. Stop it! Stop <laughs> it! Don't you don't you north this up? I can never tell if you're being real or not when you bring that shit up. So don't. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. Um, so Suzaku is fighting back against the rebels, and Lelouch in his stolen nightmare is like fuck, and they fight. <laughs> <laughs> so the two of them the two of them are fighting in their mechs not knowing the other is the other person um now this is why why we know as soon as why we know that suzaku is the hero of the story is while he's fighting lelouch a woman falls from a building a japanese woman falls from a building and he stops to save her which like okay. we lelouch is like why would you do that that's stupid um because suzaku is our good good boy um, now, in the midst of all this chaos, Lelouch uses his Gios mind control powers to break into the palace. I'm sorry, I should have... Let me back up. Um, so, so, Lelouch gets away. Um, Lelouch kind of breaks away. He takes this opportunity in the midst of all this chaos to break into the palace using his Gios powers. Because, again, he can just do that. He can just, like, walk up and be like, you're going to let me pass. And they say, I'm going to let you pass. Yeah, um, yeah. So he just walks in, walks into the Imperial Palace he, by himself. Um, we, we see that uh, the, the Britannian army has caught up with the resistance. 
and and this like group of like a shelter of 11s ex-Japanese citizens and is about to just like fire on all of them when we hear a, a announcement over the broadcast saying this is Prince Clovis uh please everybody just just leave Shinjuku right now just do it <laughs> um and, and everyone's like what the fuck well what ha- well what that was is Lelouch using his his mm. to uh to tell Clovis to to f off okay 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 um, well, actually, I'm sorry. He didn't do that. He just, he has a gun pointed at Clovis's head. <laughs> he used the power of gun. <laughs> he used the power of gun. Because here's the big reveal. Lelouch takes off his helmet and, and says, it's been a long time, brother. <gasps> Ooh. Lelouch is, and Clovis are brothers. Lelouch, or i.e. Lelouch v. Britannia, is 17th in line to the imperial throne. Um, now Clovis's reaction is actually happy. He's like, Oh, I thought you were dead. Like, it's great. Like you can be by my side and blah, blah, blah. As we like, whatever. And instead Lelouch doesn't do that and keeps a gun named to his head. And this is where he uses his geos to interrogate Clovis. The thing that he asks Clovis, because again, you only get one, Mm -hmm. you only get one (laughs) Kilgrave. He asks Clovis about his mother's murder. Okay. Um, I'm guessing it's not a good answer. Well, we're going to find out after this quick break. Uh. Hey, are you ready for Mephisto to be in this show? Because he's going to be in this show. From the nerds that debate this comes The Ploos is Loose, a podcast where we break down every episode of the latest MCU shows being aired on Disney+. Dottie was going to be the embodiment of Mephisto. I feel very strongly that whether it was Mephisto... I do not think this is Mephisto. This is Mephisto. I'm Mephisto. You Mephisto. I'm going to keep saying Mephisto. I'm Mephisto. Shards of Mephisto. Mephisto. It's Mephisto. (laughs) How many times can we say Mephisto in this podcast? Each week, we talk through plot details, Easter eggs, and our own predictions for how the shows will end. Her husband, who she talks about, but we've yet to see, is Ooh, yeah. likely going to be Mephisto. He, she, me, Mephisto. The mailman is Mephisto. Everyone is Mephisto. <laughs> Mephistology, the study of Mephisto. Okay, so let's talk about this Mephisto bit. Schindler's Mephisto. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you download podcasts. What we didn't get were any Mephisto sightings. I'll be at the bar drinking a beer and waiting for Mephisto to show up. All right, we're back. So, <clears throat> where we left it, Lelouch is interrogating Clovis, Prince Clovis, about his mother's murder. Flashback. Lelouch's mother was a commoner, but was made highborn through wedlock to the emperor of Britannia, Charles Z. Britannia. Um, so, Lelouch and Clovis oh, that's share... such a stupid name. I love it. <laughs> Continue. Uh, Lelouch and Clovis share the same father, um, but not the same mother. So a Henry VIII situation is mm-hmm. going on here. Again, these are monarchs. Yeah. Um, so Lelouch's mother was murdered, and Lelouch is looking for her killer. Um, this event, which is shown on image 15, uh, is basically Lelouch's origin story. Um, ah. This event also led to his younger sister, Nanali, being blinded and paralyzed. And she's the one with the horrified look in her face. It's yeah. rough. Um, so what happened was after her death, 
Uh, Lelouch and after their mother's death, Lelouch and Nanali were sent to Japan under the guise of a diplomatic trade. But after Britannia attacked, they were officially pronounced dead and basically like went into hiding. So they've been they were exiled from Britannia into Japan, and everyone mm. in their family thought they had died. Got okay. Um, so Lelouch's whole thing, this is a revenge story. So to answer the question earlier, like the why behind it or like what's he doing? It's revenge. So and like why is he taking on Britannia? He he wants to just tear it all down. He's Br- he Britannia, wants to see the world burn. Britannia yeah. killed his mother, paralyzed yeah. and blinded his sister and and yeah. exiled them and he wants to to tear it all down. Okay. Um and then in image 16 is an image of Nanali who is like that's like, you know, Lelouch's only reason for living is he wants to tear Britannia down and create in its place a better world for his sister, who is blinded and paralyzed. So that's, that's the driving force behind Lelouch. Um, now, while mind-controlled under Gios, Clovis tells him that their brother Schneisel or their sister Cornelia... <laughs> Can tell him. Do you want to? We'll take a minute. Schneisel is the yeah, yes. that's yeah. the one. Really, just kind of ran off the ran off the rails with the names. They they were really they really enjoyed some of these uh, very deeply deeply European names. It's like it's somebody, my favorite. It's you 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 do your goof though. Oh, I was just gonna say it was like somebody in the writers' room was a big fan of Thundercats. I was like, oh, I really <laughs> want to get Schnarf in there, but I think that's already taken. Schnarf. <laughs> um, I was going to say that, that Schneisel is my favorite uh, German heritage meal that my oh, family yeah. has every year. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kyle, do you have one too? Um, nope, I'm good. Okay, okay. Got nothing um, for Schneisel. So in image 16, this is the scene of Lelouch. So Clovis doesn't give him the answer that he wants. He doesn't give him any, any answer. Um, so he says, well, we can be best buds, right? We can be brothers again. Please, brother. And he fucking shoots him in the head. Yeah, Lelouch has Merks the longest him. arm and holds the gun so close. He <laughs> <laughs> does have a weirdly long... Yeah. yeah. Like I said, everyone is very lanky in this world. His arms are like the a fish, a fish, a fishy... Oh! <laughs> character. What a pull. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah. He just straight up murders Clovis. And... Uh, that's it. And then just walks out because, again, he has mind power, control powers, and can just do that. Um, so after Clovis is murdered, Lelouch disappears from the palace. Um, he slips back into his regular life as, you guessed it, a high school student at the elite Ashford <laughs> Academy. Because oh, <laughs> right. it wouldn't be an anime if there, <laughs> were, oh, if there were not private high school involved well, we're never going to get back to the dating sim portion of this if we don't return to high school <laughs> speaking of dating sim portions todd shut up oh god guess who he encounters guess guess who he encounters guess who he encounters it, wait let me look at see it's it's either <laughs> is it is it colin so lelouch encounters colin who is uh... who has also been attending the same academy undercover oh. Of course. Our, <laughs> all right. Our, our Lloyd and Cecile teachers at the academy as well. Does that also? Okay, no, but you're not <laughs> far off. <laughs> um, so Colin uh, runs into Lelouch and starts to suspect that he's the mysterious voice on the radio in the Battle of Shinjuku. Um, 
because his voice he because he's the black ranger from power rangers mm-hmm. ninja adventure <laughs> right he's got a distinct voice instead of he's like he's got a distinct yeah. voice um but uh but he tricks her um by he does this thing where he he tapes himself on a lot of phone calls. people don't like people get easily tricked in this universe especially by tape recordings <laughs> like <laughs> Like no one is sure. familiar with the idea of like recording your voice and playing it back. So Lelouch, Lelouch like throughout the series like does this four times where he just like he will create himself an alibi using a recorded version, like a recorded tape of his voice and then just appear, you know? Yeah, that sounds like and a people trick are just that, like, no, oh. that sounds like a trick that that got pulled off in, in Gossip Girl like four times, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So Suzaku. Uh, remember Suzaku is the one he's our good boy who's piloting the Lancelot he is arrested for Clovis's murder uh oh because he's Japanese in the Britannian army like that's there's no other reason oh okay so Lelouch sees this because it's on it's on the news now remember Lelouch does not know that Suzaku is in the military was Lancelot yeah correct and Suzaku does not know that Lelouch is is part of this a resistance they don't know each other i think so they're just like they're just each other's friend so lelouch wants to save his friend so he devises a plan um he puts on this helmet that covers his whole face it's like a like a kind of like a i mean it's it's basically like a combat helmet for the pilots um and he dons the identity of zero um now that image is image 18 this is lelouch as zero um yeah. todd who does he look like um he, I've got like a Meta Knight vibe here. Ooh, is, Meta Knight is, was good. I, yeah, I was going with. Good pull. I, was, I, was gonna, I was going with black tuxedo or tuxedo. Yeah, man, it's like tuxedo yeah. from Sailor it's Moon. Like it's like Joker mask, tuxedo yeah, mask, but yeah. all, but I, then with Meta Knight vibes. I can't. Yeah. I can't see tuxedo mask because the only way I can see tuxedo mask is the meme where it's like my <laughs> job is do done anything. here, and like, <laughs> but you didn't do anything, and he just leaves. Yeah, he he's got the same energy as tuxedo mask, and then he's like hello everybody and he's very like he's very theatrical yeah, yeah. yeah um, of course but he actually does shit which is like you know plays his voice on a tape recorder um so he uh as zero he goes to Suzaku's very public trial and confesses to the murder of clovis in front of everyone um as again as zero mm-hmm. and then he uses his gios to convince the soldiers that are like ready to shoot him to stand down um, and, and basically, like, quells the situation. Suzaku is exonerated. Zero publicly asks Suzaku to join him in his fight for justice, but Suzaku refuses. And this is, like, the main clash between these two figures mm-hmm. is yeah. Zero wants to burn it all down, and Suzaku wants to build it up, like, improve it from within. So, like, one of them wants to abolish, defund the police, and the other one wants to, you know, pass... <laughs> to reform, pass, the, reform, to reform the, the police. police. Yeah. Reform yeah. the police. Pass things that will actually improve. So, is, so wait, are either right Z- or are they wrong? I don't know. I don't am know. I, am I on Zero's team now? Is that what you said? That's, well, that's the your... thing. That's, like, that's why I think this show is... is that's what I love about this show is that it, it is a little unclear. Because, like... You know what Zero says and what Zero does are a little bit different. Mm-hmm. So, but but he is very convincing, and and this is what he does: is he gets this entire group of people to follow him, based on virtually nothing, and his demon eye powers. But he doesn't use that to 
get people to follow him. He yeah. he only he uses, he uses that to make them do to a, make a, them kill themselves yeah, to get yeah. out of his way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that that's there there. Like I said, there's there's some cruft here, which were like I I didn't buy. I'm only giving you the hits. We're mm-hmm, we're just sure. this is just Code Geass greatest hits. But um, I think there's a lot of interesting concepts that I wish they would have delve into a little bit more um instead of the way that it went which we will get into anyway um okay where were we um so lelouch thank you um lelouch encounters later encounters the green-haired girl again remember her um she introduces herself as c2 sure Sure. um also sure she didn't actually die because she can't because she's like a digital construct android or some shit, right? Actually, no. She's immortal. But we don't know that yet. Uh, oh. <laughs> we're, we're getting to that. That's that, a way... that was my second guess. Yeah. Yep. So we see image, image 19 is C2. Hmm. Anime-ass anime girl. Yep. Yeah. She also has boobs and butt. So in case you were curious. <laughs> if you were wondering. Um, but this one right, is so... green-haired flavored. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um Gross. so we get we're gonna so this is the part this is the middle of the series where i'm just gonna go through some some high beats here um suzaku does a meet cute with this sweet girl off on the street who asks him to escort her around the ruins of the shinjuku ghetto okay um turns out after this series of events she is euphemia il britannia which is another one of the royal family um she is on image 20 pink hair so, boobs and okay. butts she's pink flavor yeah well she's got she's got the the boob window she like truly does have in fact yeah and so she's so the image that i picked is one where she's she's got a bird on her finger to show that she is good-hearted right yeah she's she's the disney princess of this she is imperial imperial she is the actual princess of this whole group there are other people with the title of princess but she is the like the the most stereotypical princess right Mm -hmm. um and then now that Clovis is dead, uh, Euphemia's sister, I mean, they're all related in some way, but Euphemia's blood sister, Cornelia Ilbertania, is made official viceroy of Area 11. So that's, she's image 21. So she's purple flavored boobs and butt. <laughs> she, is, she is far less fun. Yeah, so she's the serious one. Mm-hmm. But you can tell by her frowny face. Yeah, <laughs> by, she, she's got a scowl and, and no boob window, yeah. Yeah, she's so she's one. so she's now taking Clovis's place, and she's leading the military. Um, she arrives in to- in the Tokyo district uh, and swears to bring down Zero. So she is going to be our main antagonist for the rest of the series. Antagonist um, in the sense of we're on Zero's side of this. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, Now, because Ashford Academy seems to be the only school in Britannia, Suzaku also enrolls. I was waiting for that. (laughs) That makes sense. Yeah. Now now we get into the dating sim part of the the show. And uh, and Suzaku is just pleased as punch to find Lelouch among the ranks of the studentship. Um, The two are reunited once again, and we get more backstory to their relationship. So, Matt, this is to answer your question from earlier. So what was going on with the two boys. So, Suzaku was the son of Japan's last prime minister, Prime Minister Genbu Kurugi. Um, Suzaku became close with Lelouch and Nanali after they came to Japan because, again, they were sent to Japan on a diplomatic mission, right? So, mm-hmm. so his family received them, okay? Um, but 
and, and the three of them became very close. Um, but the three were separated after Japan was conquered and annexed. So they sure. were childhood friends and then separated. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, some dumb shit happens and a cat steals Lelouch's zero mask uh, and almost outs him as zero, but it doesn't and it's fine. Uh. And Suzaku climbs a bell tower or whatever. Long story short, Suzaku is welcomed into the student council of Britannian nobility. There's this other, we're not going to talk much about Ashford Academy because it doesn't matter, but there's like, there's all these scenes at the school that are just like boring and stupid. And there's this whole like group of student council people. And they're like, what are we going to do about the dance? And someone goes, and then someone goes to get a book and, you know, and, (laughs) and, you know, like high school is. Yeah, and then somebody falls, trips and falls and lands in someone else's boobs. Like, we've been here before, y'all. How long does the cat how long does the cat bit go? An episode. A whole episode, (laughs) Kyle. (laughs) And it doesn't matter. That's awesome. So who cares? Who cares? Suzaku's a good, good boy. He's our hero. He's welcome in with open arms, as even though he's Japanese, everybody loves Suzaku. The end. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, now, meanwhile, with Lelouch, Lelouch has big Dexter energy, where like... Like Dexter from Dexter's lab? No, like from Dexter from Dexter. Oh, oh I okay. also thought Dexter from Dexter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, Dexter. Dexter. They're That's fair. Only we're talking about relevant, Cartoon Network. Yeah, there are only two relevant Dexters, and I needed to know which side <laughs> Well, and one, on. only uh, one of them what, is a sociopath. How about, so. how about the lead singer of The Offspring? <laughs> yeah, okay, so there are three relevant Dexters, and I needed to know which one I was about on. to ask, Andrew, who's that joke for? But that joke was for Matt. <laughs> yeah, so it, was, it, was, it was for Matt. Um, okay, so... The reason I say that is Lelouch is, does this thing where like he'll be sitting at a desk with his head in his hands, be like, how am I going to kill all these people? And then someone's like, Lelouch, why don't you come to the off the student council meeting? And he's like, oh, golly gee, okay. You know, like, it's great. It's good. It's really good. The Ashford Academy stuff is super fun. Anyway, um, so Lelouch has his sights now set on Cornelia. Um, he He's like, because if you remember, if you remember, Clovis said, ask Schneisel or Cornelia. We haven't mm. seen Schneisel yet. Okay. So um, so Lelouch is like, again, his his go-to move, just like he likes to record his voice, he's really into stealing nightmare frames and then doing the like battleship thing where he looks at the gets the enemy map and then tells everybody where they are. Right. Is this while uh, he's at high school? Uh, this is after school. The, yeah. The hand wavy thing. Project. Well, the hand wavy thing is that he just doesn't go to school ever. So, ah, mm. oh yeah. Um. So it's like what it, it is. What it is. So he tries that that move again. Um. With a different set of the resistance. I should be clear too. It's not one unified resistance. It's just a bunch of disgruntled elevens who are all yeah. kind of yeah. like they're 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 not terrorists, but they're they act like they are. They're they're unorganized. Yeah. And some just like just like that kind of situation some are good some are bad um so he he tries this with a different faction of resistance fighters but they're ultimately defeated because they don't listen and they just run away so he's like it's all their fault i need to build my own army i'm gonna take my ball and go home i'm gonna do my own army with blackjack and hookers over this Mm -hmm. one yep Mm -hmm. so um so that's the creation of the black knights um so the 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 Black Knights come onto the scene after this rogue faction of the former Japanese military hijacks a boat and takes the passengers as hostage. Again, remember, 
some people are good, some people are bad, right? Sure. This boat, these hostages happen to include all of Lelouch's classmates. Oh my god. <laughs> Why would they not? Why would because they not course. be on a field trip this uh, day? Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> and also uh, it includes Euphemia in disguise because of course it does. So this is very much a Spider-Man long far from home situation. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um so Lelouch coordinates a counterattack to free the Britannian hostages with Colin's group from Shinjuku. Um, Colin's group is led by a man named Ogi Kaname, who is image 22. We will never talk about Ogi again. He is not that important. <laughs> he lo- is, he, is he this series um, like, like commoner? character he he's a he's an important character he comes up a lot i don't think his story is interesting or worth talking about gotcha okay there. so there you go he looks <laughs> like a, a big me- ogie fan he looks like a mechanic does he fix things no he's Collar's just too a, high to be a mechanic he's uh, just a guy all right have you guys seen battlestar galactica have any of you seen battlestar of course galactica? not no no okay. all right well Fuck you. I mean, we do a podcast about <laughs> fucking Marvel. Like, get I mean, out of here. That one's at least on my list. I just haven't gotten sure. to it yet. Yeah, we're talking about Code Geass, and you're going to make me feel bad about Battlestar Galactica? <laughs> I you feel bad. I, I guess am. Todd did. Todd, yeah. get out of here. <laughs> you're off the call. It's a positive <laughs> podcast, Todd. <laughs> um, so this group, now dubbed the Black Knights. Hey, remember that chess symbolism? Hey. Um, Zero Zero broadcasts this to the world and tells the world their mission, which is to seek justice and defend the weak from those with power. The chess he's gonna... piece he's holding isn't a knight piece. <laughs> isn't the knight the one with the horse on top? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, what picture are you looking at that somebody's holding a chess piece? It was uh, image three image, or image four. Image five. Oh, God, we've scrolled so far past that. We're so far yeah. from there. I'm only mad that it's not the little horse piece. Oh, yeah, no. it is. it's super a bishop in that picture. That, right. that picture is 10 episodes ago. Yeah, that was <laughs> five, that was five like, ever ago, fair. Todd. Yeah. Um, okay, so the Black Knights are doing stuff. They're steadily gaining popularity with Elevens and Britannians because they're not specifically aligned with the Japanese resistance. Rather, they are aligned with, quote, the little guy. Um, they're vigilantes. They're vigil. It's this is vigilante justice, true and true, um, and and part of that is due to this is part of this is this successful raid on a major drug ring, uh, trading in this drug called Refrain, which is made up. Um, in this world, it's a powerful hallucinogenic that makes the user remember fond memories. Um, oh, so you could assume with people that are, you know, war refugees that are living in ghettos, they're gonna. This is tearing through that population because they're trying to remember being Japanese citizens. It's like nostalgia in the Watchmen series. Yep, yeah. exactly. Yeah, th- this has a lot of a lot of parallels to the Watchmen, honestly. Um, so uh, a lot of people are getting on board with this. Suzaku, however, still believes Zero to be a terrorist and a force for chaos. So again, this is like this is the argument between chaos and order, right? Um, <laughs> Zero is Loki and Suzaku is Owen Wilson. <laughs> um, uh, I want to talk a little bit about Colin. There is an episode where we get more about her backstory. Um, I think this is an interesting story, so that's why I added this. Um, so Colin's mother was Japanese um, and was a maid for a Britannian. Um, the, that Britannian actually offered to adopt Colin as a way to give her a better life. So it's not a blood relative. Again, this is very much like 
the slave trade in the you know early col- colonialism mm-hmm. like the 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 threads are not subtle here guys like yeah. this is yeah. we're we're doing a colonialism like all, all the way um now life for life for Colin at home was not great for her mother her mother was constantly tormented by Colin's stepmother also Britannian who hated both of them um didn't agree with this 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 situation um Colin's brother joined up with a faction of the resistance and died. And so she joined soon after his death. Um, so her, she is half Britannian, half Japanese. That's why she goes to that school um, because that is a Britannian school. And that's why like she uses the name Stotfeld. Uh, that's her official name, but she, but in the resistance, she's Colin Kozuki. So, okay. Just something to note. Um, She's and she ends up being Zero's basically like right hand. Colin does not know that Zero is Lelouch, um, mm. but she ends up being like she she will. I think this is next. Yeah, so she ends up getting like another prototype nightmare frame and is like the go to for the Black Knights. Um, so Zero leads Colin and the rest of his Black Knights on another attack on uh, Cornelia. Uh, this time in an in a area of Tokyo called Narita. Um, now, like before, Suzaku steps in at the last minute and just whomps everybody. Suzaku is worlds ahead, streets ahead of, <laughs> of, <laughs> of everybody well, he's, else. Like, he's got like the, the newest Britannian yeah. tech where, exactly. where Lelouch is um, always stealing just using what he can steal he's right? he's using the 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 pawns if you will mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. Stop. um so uh suzuki suzaku steps in the last minute he saves the britannian royal um c2 uh at this point is like tr- ten- is always like traveling with lelouch there's this weird subplot where like c2 wants to be loved and Lelouch and thinks Lelouch will be her lover. It sucks. I don't. Whatever. Um, <laughs> she's always she's always riding co pilot with Lelouch. Um, she uses a mind blast to just like fucking melt Suzaku's mind for ten minutes oh. um, while the Black Knights escape. It's not really like stated what that is, but he just sees all these like horrifying images of like skulls and stuff, and you just see his face like pale white in horror, and then it's just like it's done. Um, so this is setting up the idea that C2 is going to do whatever it takes to keep Lelouch alive. So like, again, okay. you must be alive. Like when she took, took that bullet, like that's her thing. Mm. And we but, don't know why yet. We just know that that's a thing. Correct. Got it. Um, back at Ashford Academy, there's, <laughs> there's a student named Shirley uh, who we see in image 23. She's a high school student. Uh, she got a big old crush on Lelouch. Now, again, she was a main character at Ashford Academy, and I did not bring her up until now because there is an important story arc with her. So she spends a bunch of episodes being in love with Lelouch, who cares? But um, it turns out in that battle in Narita, um, her father is killed in the crossfire. We don't see it. It just happens off screen. Um, but in a, preceding, in a preceding battle, there's a series of events that lead to Lelouch getting again whomped by Suzaku and crash lands right next to Shirley, who's like standing in rubble. I don't remember why. It doesn't matter. Um, so Shirley grabs a gun and sees it at zero and is about to shoot him. But uh, then the zero's helmet falls off and she realizes it's Lelouch, the man that she claims to love, uh, who's also unconscious. Conflict. Yeah, so conflict. So that's uh, that's uh, image 24. Um, pretty cool little arc there. Um, so what 
the kind of the 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 result the resolution of this is Lelouch is saved by C two as he is want to be done want to do want to be done to him I don't know, um, <laughs> but but afterwards suspects that, uh, particularly Shirley may have seen him without the helmet, so hmm. he kind of tails Shirley for a while and the both both of them are accosted by this crazy guy named Mal who has a visor like Lavar Burton in Star Trek. Um, <laughs> Mao also carries Gios power. So let's pause here, right? Well, okay. <laughs> I yep. Yeah. So Gios, remember right? Devil Fruit. This is a Devil Fruit mm-hmm. situation. We're doing this again. Where we spent <laughs> half of the show thinking that this was one of a kind, and now everybody has these fucking powers. Everybody's mm-hmm. got a Gios. Everybody's now, got this, a Gios. Is this like the Devil Fruit where where yep. um LaRouche has the like control control Gios? And this guy's got some <laughs> other one. <laughs> uh, uh, it is like the devil fruit in that they are all different. Okay. And then so, nobody can swim anymore. You and can't swim if you have Gios. Hey, you never, you never see Lelouch swim, so <laughs> that's probably not Don't swim until 30 untrue. minutes after you're done eating unless you'll get the Gios. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> we, we don't know at this point what his power is, but I'm just going to tell you he's, he can read minds. Um, so Mal manipulates Shirley and Mal is, uh, image 25. Um, I believe, yeah, I don't know. It's like your typical anime, like mad scientist. Yep. Again, Um, not, not surprised he has mind reading powers. Not surprised. With a dash of, of Sephiroth hair. Yeah. Uh, Somebody ought to just grab him and break his arms. He's walking around with toothpicks (laughs) on his shoulders. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's a very twigs uh so he manipulates shirley shirley into shooting lelouch um but shirley actually refuses she's able to resist because she loves lelouch oh, so the much. power of love mm. yep it's a curious thing uh c2 <laughs> c2 neutralizes mal um and lelouch uses his gios to make shirley forget their entire relationship so he just like wow. erases, he butterfly effects her, erases her from her memory, oh, entire, erases okay. himself from her memory entirely, oh. which is pretty neat. I thought this was really cool. Um, there's a moment where again, like Lelouch is kind of a sociopath and like clearly doesn't really, he is only, he only cares for revenge and he doesn't have connections to people, but there's a part where like, you C2's think he's like, gonna, you think he's got a heart? He does. You think he has, he, he shows that he might actually have a heart and C2 says something. She's like, what did you actually love this girl and he just he doesn't say anything it's it's very much a like it's a it's a terrible day for rain uh yeah. moment in full from full metal alchemist you mm-hmm. know yeah. it's kind of cool I, I i did like that story the rest of shirley can go to hell i don't i don't give a shit about that character <laughs> other than this um all right uh later we get a little more backstory from c2 about mal um mal was the mo- the last recipient of her gios power so she can she is the one that gives these powers and she can oh. do it to multiple people. But each power manifests itself in different ways. Um, but we also learn that Gios is so powerful for humans that it just eventually takes over and they, there's a point where they're no longer able to control it. So the deal was with Mal was he can read minds, but after a while he couldn't turn it off. And he's always like wearing headphones or something so he can't hear minds and uh he um he fell in love with c2 because she was the only one who understood him 
Wait, so is his, visor just, is his visor just headphones yeah. in front of his eyes then? They're like earmuffs turned forward. The, he's, the he's Gios got Cyclops. Is, the Gios always the Gios always comes in the eyes. It's always like that's where it's it's centered. Okay. Um so that's but yeah, that's basically him like block he's cyclopsing himself. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um so uh cool. Um also Mal's in love with C2 because of course he is. Mm-hmm. Um Lelouch sets up another smart boy caper to trap Mal and make the police shoot him a whole bunch. <laughs> um as he does uh but lelouch never confirmed the kill so mal comes back in a big bad way and kidnaps nonally um so lelouch specifically not as zero goes to suzaku because suzaku is the only one that knows who lelouch actually is like knows lelouch's royalty Mm -hmm. and also knows nonally everybody knows nonally but they just know them as like not lelouch and nonally lamprouge so Suzaku has like a real connection to Nanali and, and at this point in the show, Lelouch is like, I need to keep Suzaku alive so he can take care of Nanali because Lelouch thinks he's going to die. He's got a very like, there is an end game and my end game is to die along with the, the Empire. So that's, that's what's yeah, going sure. on in his head. So he asks Suzaku for help, um, to, for his help in rescuing, to, to rescue her from Mal. Um, during the encounter, Mal reads Suzaku's mind and reveals the big bad secret in Suzaku's past, which is Suzaku killed his father. Kill, wait, killed his own father? Oh. Killed his own oh. father. Okay. So if you remember, Suzaku's father was the prime minister of mm-hmm. Japan. Yeah. Right. So what happened was, um, again, like I think this is a really cool idea that they didn't carry through. Um, Suzaku's father, uh, Genbu Kurugi, uh, refused to surrender to Britannia even though they were being absolutely slaughtered. I mean, there was like, there are scenes in the show. It's like they had old panzer tanks against these like mechs. <laughs> like it's just, mm-hmm. you sure. know, you're, you're yeah. not going to win. Um, and, and Genbu refused to listen to anybody. He would not listen to reason. Um, so Suzaku in a, in a heated argument, basically like it was kind of an accident, but, but resolved that like, if his father wasn't going to listen, this was the only way he could save lives. So, a crime of passion. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like uh, he did it and then it then had the what, the what have I done moment yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and so both of these guys have this like suicide, not suicidal, but like end game in mind where they're, they're going to go down with the ship regardless of what happens. Like they, they've got their death planned out. Right. Um, so so and and Lelouch doesn't know this. Like only Suzaku knows this. Um, Lelouch does a Gios to Mal. Meanwhile, through some smart boy tricks, and C two <laughs> then kills Mal for good. Um, without Suzaku knowing all of this, um, Nanali is rescued, and everyone goes home happy. Great. The end. Um, okay. Another fight between the Black Knights and Britannia's champion Lancelot winds up in the mech getting damaged and then reveals to Lelouch finally the identity of its pilot. So now Lelouch knows that it's Suzaku. Suzaku mm. still does not know that Zero is Lelouch. Gotcha. Lancelot the mech gets damaged, mm-hmm. revealing Correct. Suzaku inside. Okay. Um, and just a little bit about Suzaku. So Suzaku is just like the Black Knight. Suzaku has been making quite the name for himself, uh, specifically among Britannian nobility. 
again, Suzaku is Japanese. Everyone is racist. Nobody believes that he can contribute. So this is a big deal. Um, so much so that Euphemia, the princess-ass princess, formally asks Suzaku to be her knight, which is like a bodyguard, um, which is unheard of because he's an 11. Um, so there's this, this side plot. Lelouch, again, knowing that Suzaku is Lancelot, wants him on his side, wants him to be alive to protect Nanali, yada, yada, yada. So he, he attempts to trap Suzaku while in the Lancelot to capture him um, with the intent of convincing him to join his cause. Right? Like, again, this is his friend. He doesn't want to kill him. Um, his plan is working until another member of the royal family, Schneisel, shows up. Mm, Schneisel. Uh, Schneisel shows up uh, on a massive floating battleship called the Avalon just and just bombards the whole area, just blows up the whole island um, as a way just to like kill Zero, to carpet bomb to kill Zero and anyone else, damn the, damn the situation. Um, also, Euphemia is there too. So what what happens is we see this battleship come and, and start to attack this group. We've got Lelouch, Colin, Suzaku, and Euphemia all in a group and cut to black. And then next episode, we see all of them, all four of them wake up on this deserted island with no recollection of what happened. Is it the beach what? episode? It's the bottle <laughs> episode. Yep. Um. So we see they pair off into twos. Uh, Colin and Suzaku first find each other. Now, again, Lelouch knows that Colin is. Colin doesn't know who Lelouch is. Lelouch, uh, Colin and Suzaku have been going to school together and, and have done, been doing the high school dating sim thing. Um, so they, rec- they have now realized the, each other's true identities. Um, but they decide on a truce until they can find their comrades. Um, Lelouch, as Zero, runs into Euphemia. So this is interestingly enough, none, none of the other royal family knows Le, Lelouch as Zero, except for Euphemia. She like immediately was like, take the helmet off, Lelouch. Um, <laughs> and yeah, which is like kind of cool. Like, oh, yeah, damn. that's a good moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cool. And uh, she said she's known for a while and, and they have a nice little reunion and it's really sweet. And you 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 really like feel bad for Euphemia because Lelouch all this time is like, I'm going to kill her. I'm going to kill her. I'm going to kill her. And she's just <laughs> like, it's really nice to see you. I, I hope you've been able to have find some peace with your sister. I, I really respected your mother. He's like, I'm going to kill her. I'm going to kill her. You know, this is like, <laughs> wow. dude, come on, <laughs> like chill. Um, and uh, I, I think like it's funny because like Euphemia is clearly like the one person that can kind of get through to him. Um, and, uh, they have like a nice little, you know, sit on the beach. They literally sit on the beach and, and talk about, uh, you know, this like dream for, for peace. And she says like, I, you know, I, I, I hate that we've done this to, to these people. Like I, all I want is, is for to find peace and blah, blah, blah. Um, which is like, okay, fine. Um, this reunion is cut short. There's a, there's a line where, you know, she says like, when they come back is, do you are you gonna have to be zero and he says yeah um and he does and uh he as zero uh grabs colin and they steal uh another prototype nightmare this one codenamed gawain which is image 26 yeah gawain it looks rad yeah it's super rad it's super the black rad. one to, to lancelot's <laughs> the white one yeah. uh-huh. that's driving the chess imagery even further um also this one can fly Cool. Sure. Um, All right. We get. Wait. They just found it on the island. Yeah. All right. 
There's there's actually a reason why, but it sucks. No, it's fine. I, <laughs> well, no, I, no, 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 I, I gotta know. I gotta yeah. know how it sucks. The answer involves the word thought elevator, and that's all no, I'm going to say. I'm done with that. I don't need that. <laughs> yep, you're right. <laughs> that sucks. Okay. Wow, yeah. <laughs> no. Just wait till we talk about R2, guys. I was ready um, for it to be like, uh, oh, it, it slipped out of the back of a plane while someone was yeah. flying over the ass. I'm dumb like that, but. Not, not fan. Thought elevator. All right. <laughs> it's always a thought elevator. Yeah. Um, so we get a school fair f- filled with fun hijinks and hilarious encounters because this is an anime and there has to be a school <laughs> fair. Um, Princess Euphemia announces a plan to enact a specially administered zone of Japan near the area around Mount Fuji. I should explain, up to this point, we've been seeing aerial shots of Mount Fuji where they're building some sort of massive infrastructure around Mount Fuji to show that they don't respect the island, duh. Mm. Um, Mm. So this specially administered zone is meant to be a place where Elevens can live freely as Japanese out from under the oppressive thumb of the Britannians. So it's just like, we're gonna give them part of their country back. It's it's um it's a reservation. A reservation. It's a reservation. Yeah, yeah, that was the word it's I was looking for. Yeah. yeah, it's a reservation. Um, this is colonialist as fuck, dude. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. they got they got um, it. They they did. But it. she, you know, she's got their she's got into she's got good intentions. Just uh, um, she was she's doing this because she's inspired by her love for our good good boy Suzaku because now they've become kind of an item. And uh, um, also by a desire to be with Lelouch and Nanali again. Because again, like they were very close growing up. Mm. Um, after this announcement, everyone's like, holy shit, um, what's Zero and the Black Knights going to do? Because to this point, the Black Knights have been preaching peace and, you know, we're going to fight for the little guy and, you know, wh- whatever. And give like, we're going to give you guys your freedom back. So it would be stupid of them not to. But the funny thing about it is like, Lelouch does not want to make peace. He doesn't want a treaty. He wants to mm-hmm. obliterate. He wants to burn the regime down. Well, and so, it's, it's, you know, could argue, sees it as the reservation. It's a reservation. Yeah, yeah, right? Like, yeah. It is yeah. not, here's Japan back. It's, no. Here's a place that we don't, we don't want so you guys can have it. Yeah. 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 Um, so, you know, Call it rightly, justifiably so. Lelouch sees this as a now. Lelouch doesn't. Re, it's not. This show is not that smart. Like this show has some interesting themes, but this show is not that smart. It's not making that argument. Mm. What it's saying instead is, oh, she's doing a power grab, right? Like she yeah. she's trying to four D chess me imagery, um, because <laughs> she knows that I have to say yes, so I'm going to say yes, but not actually. Like it's that kind of thing. Gotcha. But but what you're saying, Kyle, objectively cooler and more interesting. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So they don't now, go the reservation argument. He goes no. the like, it's it's a trap argument. Correct. Gotcha. Correct. Um. So now what happens though? This is probably the coolest and like most wild part. This is the 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 red wedding of this series. Um. So. Lelouch, there's this big unveiling ceremony. Um, they're, they're in this stadium. There's a massive amount of, of Japanese of 11s um, in there. And, and everyone's just like waiting on bated breath. Like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Um, is Zero going to come? Whatever. 
Well, Lelouch goes to the ceremony as Zero uh, to talk with Euphemia. And he does this whole Zero thing. I'm here. Da, da, da. Um, and he, he meets up with Euphemia in secret, just the two of them. He takes off the mask and they're they're talking and and she's thinking like oh you've come to like you know to figure this out with me that's great where like he's like i'm gonna kill her i'm gonna kill her and and again like we have never seen lelouch not do a thing that he says he's gonna do but what's actually what's interesting is they're talking and she's actually able to convince him to partner with her um because like he's like you're just doing this for a power grab she's like i have officially rescinded my title I will no longer, I am no longer a part of the noble family. Like I am only doing oh. this to be with you and Suzaku. Hmm. And he's like, well, y'all foxed me. And he, and he's <laughs> actually like, he's, he's like, so this is kind of cool, right? Where he's like, you know what? Euphemia, like I'm legitimately like excited about this. Let's do it. Let's, let's like, let's be together again. But then, uh-oh, but wait, his, ge- oh, oh, but wait, there's more. His Gios just fires. Because remember, I told you there's comes a point where the Gios is no longer to be able to control, and his Gios just fires, and he's like, "No, no, 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 no!" And it it hits Euphemia, and he mistakenly commands her to kill all of the Japanese. Oh, oh no. my god! Yep. I was gonna make I was gonna make a joke as you know sometimes when you get older that just goes off, and Lelouch shouldn't be shouldn't be embarrassed <laughs> about that, but I feel like that joke doesn't work right now. No, sorry, I kind of kind of missed its, should, its landing. Should be inver- embarrassed so, by that. So, image twenty seven is Euphemia trying to resist having to kill all of the Japanese. Wow. Unfortunately, she does not succeed in breaking this grasp, and in image twenty eight. She just straight up murders everybody in the stadium. Yeah. Oh. So she takes she takes a machine gun and she says, "I must kill all the Japanese." And then she like she she goes on the speaker. She goes, "Hello, everybody. I'm I'm going to kill you now." And then she just starts unloading a machine gun in the stands. No, oh. Andrew, is this like a Mr. Meeseeks where she cannot stop until she kills all the Japanese? Or is it just like she Kinda, killed yeah. all of them in the area and then she's like, good? No, no, because yes. after she does that, she grabs a nightmare frame and guns down everybody who's oh escaped God. from the stadium. Oh my God. And it's heartbreaking. Yeah. Like, it's hard to watch. I can imagine. So, so... Lelouch, meanwhile, is like, no, <laughs> he's like, what have I done? <laughs> yeah. um, so he's like, I have to find her. And he's like, he can't turn it off. So unless she like, unless he lets her kill all the single, all the Japanese, he has to mercy kill her. Well, he does that. And uh, he, he mercy kills her just in time for Suzaku to watch it happen. Oh, oh, oh yep. there it is. Yeah. And, then, and then there's our big threes company mis- misunderstanding. Yep. Yep. And yep. Okay. So we got the Revengey is now the Revenger. Uh-huh. Or the Revenger uh-huh. is now the Revengey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh so this whole thing just absolutely ignites the factions of the resistance because of course it does. And and generally like the the populace of the 11s who didn't get massacred in the stadium um who like every single 11 believes this was a trap from the beginning, right? Like this was just mm-hmm. a ruse to they were doing a reservation. Like this was a ruse to to, yeah. to murder us. Yeah. Um, which is like, yikes, man. Um, 
So the, and of course, like so, Zero went himself. The Black Knights know nothing of what happened. They don't even know about the Gias. So they thought that this was Britannia's doing. Like again, like everybody else, and mm-hmm. they're like, Zero, you were right, man. You called it. Like let's and and then and here's the thing about Lelouch, right? Like as Zero. He's kind of a sociopath. He's like, well, this is what we're doing. And he takes this time, he takes advantage of this situation to say, every to tell every 11 to unite under him. Um, and we're going to liberate Japan from Britannia to create a new country called the United States of Japan. Okay. Right. And, oh. and this is this is the beginning of the mass the event called the Black Rebellion. While this is happening, uh, Suzaku is approached by a strange child man individual called v2 now who else in this show has a two in their name the immortal one that grants all the powers with yeah. the geos mm-hmm. and such with the geos and the such so v2 encounters uh approaches Suzaku and tells him about zero's geos power and how he was able to amass this army that he did v2 is shown in image 29 okay all right um so we'll get to that in a little bit uh so the black rebellion Zero leads the Black Knights into Black Knights into an all-out war against Britannia as Area Eleven erupts into chaos. Um, when it seems as though the Elevens are actually winning, um, Lelouch takes the opportunity to go off of comms and corner Cornelia. Because again, remember, he's trying to find out about his mother. Right. Yeah. Um, so just like he did with Clovis, he goes up to Cornelia, reveals his identity, and uh, he uses his geos on her to finally get an answer about his mother's killer. Unfortunately, she doesn't know either, and Lelouch finds himself yet again oh, at a dead end. Swinging a mess on it. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, meanwhile, V2 kidnaps Nunnally, and C2 senses their location after the encounter with Cornelius. This is all happening kind of simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Um, so Zero, as or Lelouch as Zero, just abandons the battlefield and leaves back to Kamine Island, which is where that group landed after the battleship bombardment. Um, remember I said thought elevator? Remember all that? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. So they go back there. So Lelouch just pieces um, and just and leaves the Black Knights to their own devices, which, again, remember, like, his position is to be the guy that says to go where they go. So they don't know how to fight without Lelouch telling them yeah. what to do. Um, they get whomped. <laughs> Mm-hmm. because yeah. of course they do because yeah. they're they're going up i mean they're they're the rebels going against the empire and they they don't have their ace in their sleeve anymore um also suzaku chases after zero because he's doing a revenge and then colin chases after suzaku so she can protect zero because we need to put all our main characters in one place right uh, yeah. right yeah. so the the, <laughs> the plot demands it um and then yeah the remaining resistance are summarily wiped out um Zero as Lelouch, or excuse me, Lelouch as Zero arrives at Kamine Island, um, followed by Suzaku and Colin. Suzaku catches up to Zero and shoots him in the head, which cracks the helmet. And in a slow, dramatic reveal, uh, uh, Suzaku watches in horror as he f- sees his friend as his also as his sworn enemy in image 30. Mm-hmm. This is their final standoff. Mm-hmm. So we've got good and evil, chaos and order, got, yeah. guns pointed at each other. And uh, we see in image 31, this is, I think, not, not the picture that I was looking for, but a good picture to show uh, Lelouch's absolute transformation into Count Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the two yeah. different colored eyes. The, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, he does. And he, he does cr- like a, he does that thing that chaotic villains do where he just goes. 
um, and does a chaos laugh, a villain laugh. He does a little bit of a monologue. Um, but then in, in a moment of lucidity, he's pleading with Suzaku to just let him rescue his sister. Like, I don't care what you do to me, just let me rescue Nanali first. And Suzaku does it and just keeps his gun aimed. And then the episode in the in, in entirety of R1 ends with a cut to black and the sound of gunfire. Huh. Is it is it a sing is it multiple shots or is it a single gunshot? What what's the it's a single shot? Okay. Do we find out what ha- do we get a resolution? We do. And that resolution, Todd, is Code Geass, Lelouch of the Rebellion, colon R2. <laughs> this this is some Final Fantasy naming. So real quick, I did not let me be clear, I didn't watch all of R2. I'm still going through it. So I watched a video and got this. So I'm gonna give the super, super high highlights, really just answering the questions that were already posed in R1. I don't like I don't like this one, this story as much as I did R1, because it does that thing where that for the same reason I don't like a lot of the evil empire tropes, is it always ends with like a greater evil or empire or a greater evil or <laughs> presence controlling everything behind the scenes. Right. I don't think that's narratively interesting. Um, yeah. I just like evil empires. It takes like I a, just it takes yeah. away the 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 evilness of the actual empire because it's like, yeah. oh no, there's the real evil empire. Was, exactly. Yeah. Um it also like tries to I like Lelouch ending as a villain and he he's kind of redeemed in R2 which is fine I get it but it's not as again not as satisfying to me but we're gonna uh, let's talk about it they rise of Skywalker did yep I didn't see rise of of Skywalker Skywalker, but I assume that's what it yeah that's what they do with Kylo Ren I assume so you you just gave the whole movie in two sentences so yep there's a bigger evil a bigger bigger eviler evil yeah and Mm -hmm. they and they Redeem, redeem the villain. Redeem I the hate, villain. Yeah, see, I, I don't think that's that's interesting. Um, all right, so we're gonna recontext recontextualize a lot of the things that we just talked about in R one, um, namely C 2s backstory. So a little bit about there's a whole thing with this like underground civilization that worships Gios. Uh, I don't care. Um, <laughs> back in back in the medieval times, uh, C two was given the power of immortality by a nun who I guess is the, like the source of Gios powers. Um, this immortality is not a Gios power. It's a code. Oh. Uh, like um, they I was going to say they put it at the start screen. Uh, Got it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this code grants the wielder the ability to form Gios contracts with others. So mm. C2's contract is that she will give people powers in return for love. Oh, but oh, that's the thing. That's Again, it sucks, but that's a sad. Yeah. Um, but but she's never been able to get she's never been able to get that because uh, throughout the centuries she's always branded as like a heretic, a witch, a monster, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Because she's immortal. Sure. Um, C two eventually found her way into Britannia's military and met Lelouch's mother, Lady Marianne, Marianne, who was at the time one of Britannia's elite knights. And the two of them became friends. Marianne uh, was a, uh, a nightmare frame pilot. And uh, as, C- as she does, C2 gave Marianne Gios powers. So that'll okay. come into play in a bit. The other being to get a code, i.e. immortality, was V2. <laughs> Big surprise. Surprise. Um, Wild. What a who twist. Who just so happens. Well, here's the twist, right? Just so happened to be the older brother of Charles Z. Britannia, the now ruler of the Britannian Empire, who huh. is on image 32. 
who okay. is also Lelouch's now, father. Now, what's the timeline mm-hmm. here? Is this... As their children. So, uh, V2 and Charles, V2, born a human, was given immortality, stopped aging. Ah, okay. But this wasn't the same time C2 got her powers. Correct. This was Correct. more recent. Okay. And I do not know why or how V2 got immortality. Please do not ask. <laughs> That's in that's in our three <laughs> listeners. You can add us to let us know. Uh, so Charles is the main ata- antagonist of R two. That is Lelouch's father. He is the brains behind the operation. Is he the bigger, um, badder, evil, or is he? No, just... he okay. is the Kylo Ren in this example. Okay. Okay. Well, actually, no. He is the bigger, badder, evil, but he is submitting to a biggerist, badderist, evil list. <laughs> Good God. Uh, so just V2, big bad evils all the way down all the way down baby um, V2 granted Charles Britannia with Gios powers to change people's memories so Charles went on to use those powers to ascend to the throne of Britannia and together the boys from a very young age decided they would slay God alright oh okay we're doing a, we're doing a kill God we're doing we're doing this because Killing again God. like Every evil it's... empire wants to kill God. I don't yeah. know why this is a thing, mm-hmm. but like you apparently you only make evil empires to kill God. So in order to kill God, Charles would need to connect all eight thought elevators to access the sword of Akasha. Oh, wow. OK. This, yep. This whole yep. flavor text was so promising. until yep, that I know. Moment point. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I was there too. Um, the Sword of Akasha is a massive otherworldly temple on another plane of existence that he uses to initiate the, say it with me, the Ragnarok. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> to melt reality as we know it. Cool. Sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, to recontextualize, Charles' conquest of Japan, the Pacific Islands, and later, all of Europa are all in favor of reaching the thought elevators that are scattered throughout the world. Back to Marianne. Remember how this was like this really cool story about like his mom dying and there was like political intrigue? Nope. Uh, (laughs) 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 Oh man. Um, So the real story was Charles had many lovers and consorts during his rule as he is a ruler and he is wont to do, but Marianne was probably his closest confidant and, and most legitimate love interest. Um, Marianne, as it turns out, was also super into conquering the world. Was really <laughs> into the imperialism. Yeah. yeah, she's big, big old fan of, of imperialism. And the two did so happily ever after until, and, and then they had Lelouch and Nonnelly. Um, V2, the, the, the small child man, was jealous that Marianne was getting in the way of their plan to slay God. So he, so he instead slayed Marianne in, clo- in cold blood. Can't make an omelet without breaking some eggs. Except he actually didn't. Oh, never mind. I'm uh, saying this with my hands rubbing my temples. <laughs> because it turns out Marianne's Gios power is that she can transfer her consciousness into other Whatever. people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so she transferred her consciousness into a maid or whatever and has been alive the whole time so, so andrew where where did you stop watching r2 oh, you watched I, a video for this i watched a video for this and i was furious <laughs> <laughs> because i legitimately liked r1 i thought there was a lot of cool threads and and ending that show on a cliffhanger of like suzaku v lelouch mm-hmm was like in my mind perfect yeah yeah 
And then they did this. <laughs> so remember that well, island well, where they were Andrew, all. Uh-huh. There was more money to be made. Yep. Than- yeah. <laughs> yep. So remember how uh, Colin and Suzaku and Lelouch and uh, the other one, uh, Euphemia, ended up on that island after getting bombarded by a battleship? Marianne, yeah. i.e. the sp- in her spooky ghost spirit mom form, transferred all of their consciousnesses into to this island because it's it's, Cortana is Marianne is apparently Cortana but also Lelouch's mother and because there's a thought elevator there she can do that or whatever this sucks yeah it sucks I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest when you said thought elevator to begin (laughs) with I thought you were just saying that like a plot device that didn't matter and you were just calling something a thought nope. elevator. The I wish I was. There Todd. are eight of them and they play a role. It makes me really mad. They're, they're the eight pieces of the fire. Emblem. They're, they're the dragon balls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so remember that awesome fade to black ending where both of the, both Suzaku and Lulu shoot each other and that's the ending. And that's yeah, cool. Let's, yeah, that's let's not that. the ending. And what yeah, actually uh, happened was Suzaku uh, what what was it? Lelouch shoots off Suzaku's helmet, and Suzaku uh, shoots Lelouch like in the shoulder or something, and knocks him out. And and they're both fine and still alive. They're both fine. And- but Suzaku, actually, this is kind of cool. So Suzaku takes Lelouch and like literally drags his face on the ground uh, to the inside of the door, who's waiting for him, none other than Charles, and mm. ba- and tells Charles mm. like, as tribute, I give you zero, the defactor. Knowing that Lelouch is his son, but not realizing that Charles also has Gios powers and is known the whole time or whatever. Sure. So sure. the so R2 actually opens with an episode where um Lelouch is like just a normal high school boy and has a kid brother and doesn't remember anything and doesn't have Gios powers. And what that what that is is Charles implanted fake memories yeah. into Lelouch. Mm-hmm. And made him basically forget all of R one, and and just trying to find C two because something about Charles wants immortality because of course he does yeah. and he wants to kill God or whatever. Yeah. Um, so most of so the the most of R two is the first half of R two is Lelouch as as uh, zero. Um, he gets his memories back from C two and and as zero gets the band back together to do another rebellion. Um, and they they go after Schneisel. They go after Charles. He he gets he finally gets to Charles to seek his revenge. Except it's revealed that his mother comes back as in her from her spectral form, and is like Lelouch, join us. We're gonna go kill God over <laughs> here. And he's like, I don't want to do that. I'm gonna actually pile up, partner up with my buddy Suzaku. They predator handshake, and now Lelouch and Suzaku or Lelouch does something. There's this other thing called the the selective conscious. No, nope. <laughs> the collective. No, there's not though. That's uh-uh. the thing. There's not. It looks like a big DNA strand that lives in heaven. Lelouch uses his Gios powers on the collective unconscious. No. And, like destroys the fabric of reality or something, which kills Charles and his mother. And no. then the end of R two is Lelouch and Suzaku cooking up a plan that Lelouch will assume the Britannian throne and pretend to be an even bigger dictator than his father was. Suzaku then dresses up as Zero to assassinate him to, to officially declare the end of the Britannian Empire. I don't know why Great. they couldn't have done that without Why, why that, he couldn't but, just be like the king and yeah. then 
then dissolve it and sure. not be a piece of shit. I yeah. Don't know. Um, but I'll keep watching it. Maybe I'll learn something I didn't know. Um, and uh, the show ends. They needed to like again. They needed to redeem redeem Lelouch. So he dies at the end, knowing that he's atoned for all of his sins. And that's our two. And I wish I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Really yeah. like post writer strike on Lost took a turn <laughs> for this show. Yeah. Yeah. And Lost. Lost definitely came to mind yeah this is i mean this sucks yeah (laughs) yeah i i you haven't you haven't asked us yet but yeah like i really liked the first part yeah i I think well the benefit of these of these flavor texts are obviously like things that we're not exposed to that like we get to do some research on and usually at the end i'm like wow that was really really fun and like maybe i'll go look up some youtube videos because i'm not going to watch the whole thing and like I felt that way about the first half and then the second half was just kind of a little bit of a wet fart and they they tried to give like a resolution to things that did not need resolution real real yeah. uh season eight game of thrones vibes yep. yeah yeah i mean any any insert any show that trips on its own dick in the finish line it gets into like weird philosophy stuff which it just has no business getting into like yeah. we don't need we don't need another mention of the philosopher's stone we don't need another mention of like the persona the ego the it like we've done this before just give me an evil empire story like that's all i want guys come on yeah i did not expect human instrumentality to come back up at the end of this nope. anime well, and I, you know, I got to agree with Todd. Like, I was really starting to think, like, man, maybe I come out of this flavor text with a second anime that I enjoy. Wouldn't that be exciting? <laughs> but I was Just having a it. hard time around the middle where you're like, oh, and now we're doing the anime high school thing because I was yeah. a lot less interested in that. And then it just, boy, oh, boy, did it go off the rails. I don't like yeah. it. Yeah, real like off it. the rails. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it did. Um. Well, thanks for listening to Debate This. <laughs> oh, hey, wait, Andrew, before we go, uh, if people do want to watch this, where can they? Yeah, um, we'll, we'll, we'll do that for real. Um, yeah, so if you want to watch Code Geass, and, and again, like, I think my overall, my overall review is there's definitely some interesting parts. I, I was not what you would call, say, hooked the whole time. Um, definitely a little bit of fat in the middle. I don't care about Astrid Academy ever. I don't care about Shirley or Millie or Rose or Clinton. I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> I think I made up half those names. I, that was the thing. Like I had to look up a lot of these names. I, there's so many characters. I could not remember them all. Um, but the, the, the hits are hits, right? There is a lot of good stuff here. Um, so I would say like overall six and a half or seven out of 10. Um, if you want to watch it, uh, the both R1 and R2 are on Netflix um, oh, okay. as well as Funimation. So pretty easy to find. Um, if you like big robots, if you like an evil empire story, you'll probably still get a lot out of season one. How much of season one is um, the Academy? Um, it's it's interlaced. It's interlaced. I just skipped over a lot of it. But like, but like. Oh, um, just. Just per, like percentage wise, like am 35%. I thirty five percent? Okay, that's not bad. Yeah. Um. Final thoughts. I'm not I'm, gonna watch it. I'm with. <laughs> yeah, I well, I'm probably not gonna watch it. I was really on board until until um yeah. eight thought 
elevators. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Thought, thought, eleva- thought elevators is very bad. That's a lot of the first say, that's half was very off. good. <laughs> a no. lot of the uh, like a lot. I w- I want to reiterate like a lot of the first half sounds very interesting, and I love uh-huh. the like the um the, the what secret spe- the special area massacre. Yeah, it's very, very cool. cool. Very cool. The mm-hmm. yeah. the, the vi- uh, ambiguous ending of of R one yep. is very very cool. Um, even even the like ham fisted chess symbolism is very yeah. cool. Like I think mm-hmm. I I like a lot of what was in R one. Um, I also know like knowing me the f- the first time the the whole episode of the cat with messing around with <laughs> zero's helmet i would yep. i would have would have killed yeah, any I, momentum that had built up for me though so look i like i've said on this show i do a lot of playing final fantasy mmos while i'm watching these these shows mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. during the boring parts so that that helps <laughs> that helps get through it sure sure you also have a have a higher tolerance for anime slash jrpg yeah. bullshit than the other three of us i have an above average tolerance <laughs> i have a below average tolerance for american comic bullshit so it all works mm, out yeah there you go um cool well thanks so much everybody for listening in to debate this and thank you so much to sean our lovely patron at our patreon you can check out our patreon at patreon.com slash debate this cast friendly reminder if you two want to commission your own episode you can make us talk about anything literally anything um and not except for Code Geass R2. <laughs> <laughs> um, but hell, if you want to hear about, maybe if you want to hear about uh, the, the other one with, this, with the, sub, the semicolon in it. Yeah, fuck it. I don't know. I've gone this far. <laughs> it was what the re, hell not? Re, resurrection. Re, yeah, re colon, re sem, semicolon. It's not even a colon, it's a semicolon, <laughs> which makes me even more confused. Two independent thoughts. Uh, <laughs> check out our Patreon. You can do so. For a $50, $50 one-time commitment, if $50 is too big, you can consider instead just kicking us $5 a month to get access to our premium feed, which has all past episodes of The Office Drones, and we are getting into the next major arc, which is the finance arc. Get ready. <laughs> um, and speaking of anime tropes, we're doing a tournament story, so you want to definitely get in on that. Um, or, you know... Don't. I'm not your dad. I don't give a shit. Nothing matters. Eat Arby's. Until next time, I'm Andrew Henderson. Um, I'm Kyle Zero to Slaying God Harper. I'm Todd. Uh, Ella le gusta la gasolina. Thomas. <laughs> that was oh, that was a good one. Yeah, that was really good. Uh, and I'm Matt. Obtuse rubber grouse, Lelouch Lamperouche, Cole. (laughs) 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 We're saying thanks for debating with us. If you think we're wrong, you can come fight us behind the Slingsets, nerds.